Welcome to Bit Different, everybody. This is Satine. And this is Rob. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. How you doing? I am awesome. That's good. I wasn't earlier today, but then I just went, got back from Shake Shack. Uh, and I was sitting there with Steven at our little booth. And this man came up to me and told me how beautiful I was. And apparently Steven is very <laughs> upset that he assumed you were not on a date. Yeah. And Steven's mad because he was like, why didn't he think we were on a date? And I said, it must be because you swished your way to get that ketchup and back. <laughs> <laughs> But um, that was really nice. He made my day because I wasn't having a great day earlier today. Oh, well, that's nice. I even took like a midday nap, which I never do. Well, if he, wait, so did he actually, like, did he ask you for your number or did he just compliment no, you and walk away? I think he got embarrassed because he had the guts to come and present the like, compliment to me. Did he get embarrassed because Steven like stood up and did a well, glove slap on him and just no, demanded I satisfaction? I don't know. You know when you say something and you go, oh, maybe I'm a little too embarrassed to actually say it to someone. No. And so then he tried to like fumble for the door to, because the door was right there to leave. Aww. And he couldn't open the door properly. So he, I think he got embarrassed. But Aww. it was cute. I had a Memoirs of a Geisha moment where he just walked right, you know, the, the bicyclist runs right into the, the market place because he's looking at the girl and not the road i saw that movie once and i did not care very much for it so i don't remember it okay well that i'm happens. sorry i, I did Christmas a memoirs there. of a geisha oh, okay yeah so that's my story and yeah how are you i'm okay today was uh not bad yeah yeah like if anything it was kind of nice like I, I got off work at a very reasonable time today and like i got home and i got to do dinner and i played a little bit of overwatch which Ooh. we can talk about later what's a reasonable time I left at like 6.45. Wow, like a real job. I got to wear my sunglasses on the way home, which like that's always kind of a special experience for me when I get to wear my sunglasses when I leave. Um, I mean, I could wear them, I guess, all the time, but when I need to, because the sun is up, is what I was implying. Yeah. Uh, however, I did almost die on the way home, which was actually very not cool. That's a bad idea. Yeah, I was in a left turn lane um, driving driving in a left turn lane, approaching a, a stoplight pretty slowly, and a car whipped around taking a right and apparently turned directly into my turn lane. They did a very wide right turn, and they came into my turn lane, and I don't think they knew I was there. That's the thing. Like, I was watching them come at me, uh -huh. and all of a sudden, I whip my car hard over to the right, they whip their car hard over to the right, and they, like, narrowly avoided me. It's funny. I've actually been in car accidents that were less scary than that. But they didn't touch you or anything? No, but to be honest, like, I was actually more rattled from that yeah. than I have been from actual car accidents, like, where I've actually made contact. That sounds awful. Yeah, I was fucking pissed, actually. Like, I was kind of, like, vibrating. I nearly turned around to, like, follow the guy and fucking yell at him. I was mad. Um, but instead, I went and got food. Did you see, like, what the culprit looked like? Or no. if they were sad or sorry? Like, I'm so sorry. No. The, well, actually, if anything, um, I looked in my rearview mirror, and they immediately, like, they were continuing to swerve so, so they might have been drunk but it was like seven o'clock it's five o'clock somewhere baby yeah well, it was already after five then See? so it could have been they were drunk it could have been that they were inexperienced it could have been they were looking at their phone i have no clue but um they it could have been their first time in hollywood and they got real confused seriously they were, they were kind of swervy they were kind of swervy and then um they took the first right into a neighborhood off of fountain they possibly could uh, which I don't know if that was to get away from me because they knew I was fucking mad or what, or if they were just lost and that's where they need to be or who knows. I, yeah. They were erratic. Erratic is putting it politely. Um, I was actually, like, I was, I was kind of actually shaken by it. I was really upset. I actually called my mom afterwards. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. I mean, I'm here. I'm fine. My car is yeah. fine. Um, and uh, I can at least 
you know, speak of the the ta- I can tell the tale about how some yes. dickhead nearly hit me. Let's not talk about what could have been, but what did happen. And at least if they'd hit me, it would have been completely their fault. So That's that makes true. me feel a little bit better. Although, you know, it's also kind of hard when you're like, why is mine my own business? And some dipshit came into my lane. Like, that sucks. Yeah. Sorry. So, it's okay. I'm here, though. Yeah. Can we discuss... This should be a new segment. Like, we discuss the word on your Pepsi can or Coke can every week. <laughs> Last week was friend. Tonight, it is teammate. Oh, that reminds me of your t-shirt, because it's an Overwatch t-shirt. I'm wearing my Lucio spray shirt. Yeah, baby. Let's break it down. Let's break it down. That's a thing he says. I don't say that. That's, that's what he says when he does it. <laughs> I say it when I play as Lucio. I mean, like, through him, not me. I don't really say that. I say, I shall watch over you. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a Lucio phrase. But my new um, favorite mercy quote is, I don't even know why I bother. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that kind of sums you up a little bit. Yeah. I say that after everything. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I even bother. Yeah. Speaking of mercy, I wish I had a mercy because I think I'm getting an eye infection because I tend to wear the same false lashes on a loop over and over. And when I take them off every night, I just put them wherever I damn well please. Just throw them in the toilet. So they could have been in the toilet. They could have been a pile of like mildew. They could have been like on a pile of like old lint somewhere. I don't know. In a cat box. You don't even have a cat. Right. But they could have been there. It could have happened that way totally so now i think i'm getting an, an eye infection because like it's a, a sty it's a little tender or... mm-hmm. it well, could be also because i have like me ma- sometimes makeup gets tra- trapped under my eye and i get yeah a sty you do also keep touching it you should stop that i know because you know when something hurts you're like does it really hurt does it really hurt or is it just normal hurt does it really hurt <laughs> yeah i guess it hurts <laughs> oh well boo yeah boo um but yeah, so what have you been up to last week? Um, I went home real, for a, a hot minute to Fresno because my best friend Scott, who I've known since first grade, he um, graduated with his doctorate in education. Nice. So he had a little family get together and party with friends. And so I, since I didn't get to go to any of the other things their family does, um, I was like, I got to go to this. And it was fun, but it was very short, um, very short little so vacation. You hoofed it up to Fresno. I did. But it was nice because I got to catch up on other podcasts on the way there and back that I've been meaning to catch up on. So nice. Yeah. How about you? Uh, well, uh, today, when the episode comes out, Todd is coming back. Uh, he's been out of town since Boston. He was in Ohio. Uh, uh, Columbus and Cincinnati, I believe. Gotcha. Um, and so yeah, he's been out of town for the last week. So um, I've had a lot of time at home by myself with a dog with urinary troubles. Um, so um, yeah, I've just been kind of like hanging out at home and taking it easy. Um, watched a lot of TV. Um, I watched the complete first season of Barry. Never heard of it. It's a HBO original show. Uh, Bill Hader is a hitman who decides to start a career of acting. And um, it's kind of odd, actually. Like, everyone at work kept talking about it. And so I was like, well, I guess I should just watch it. It's only eight episodes, I think. So it's only four hours because it's half-hour episodes. And it's weird. I had a really hard time with the first four episodes. Um, there was something about it that felt kind of off to me. And then the last four episodes were really great. So for the four hours that it took me to watch it, like, the last two were really good. And the mm. first two were, like, they were worth watching to get through it. But um, there was something about it that really made me uncomfortable to watch. That sort of reminds me of this show on Netflix. I think it's still on Netflix called Hit and Miss hmm. with um, Chloe's 
Seveny? Seveny, yeah. And she plays a trans woman who is a hitman and or hit woman i guess you would say yeah and she's an assassin she's an assassin and she has to sort of try to give it up but not really to raise two of her kids that she had with her wife and her wife had just died of cancer and it takes place in ireland i think that feels England. it feels like five shows that couldn't get greenlit, so they mashed them all together. But it's so good. Is it? It's so good. It sounds like a lot of shows. And it was only one season because I guess they didn't get funding for a second season, but they leave you on like the cliffhanger of a lifetime and you're like, I need to know what happens. And you never will. But it's so good. I recommend Crazy. it. And it's probably one of her best acting jobs. Nice. So, other than Boys Don't Cry. But anyway. Well, like more on the TV front, yes. um, I caught up on a bunch of like four or five episodes of The Simpsons that I had recorded that I hadn't watched yet, like the new episodes. I um, say you're behind on The Simpsons. The new ones I tend to put off and then watch like a chunk of them all at once. You binge. And so, yeah, I binged the last like four most recent um, current like new episodes. Uh, the finale, like the last four, I guess, of season 29, I think you we're know, in. That's like almost as old as I am. We're in season eight, 28 or 29. And, um, that's so crazy. Well, and turns out, uh, so it was episode, what, 635 or something like that, or 36, uh, which during those episodes that I watched, it was the, um, the moment when they finally broke the record and they became the primetime scripted series to have the most episodes ever. They beat Gunsmoke. I don't even know what Gunsmoke is. Gunsmoke is an old show that used to hold the record for the most amount of episodes for a primetime scripted series, and now The Simpsons is the record holder. That's amazing. Which, it's so funny, like, obviously I, I didn't work on The Simpsons, I'm not, I have no real, you know... Affiliation. Yeah, no direct affiliation, except that I love them. And But it's so funny, I feel like a weird sense of ownership and pride that, like, it's it's not like they broke the record and I suddenly was like, oh yeah, by the way, The Simpsons is my favorite show. Um, It's always been my favorite show. Yeah. Yeah. And so I kind of love that, like, even during its seasons where it hasn't been super great and, like, its ups and its downs, I've spent 29 years almost with That's this crazy. show. And it's always been my favorite show. I remember when I when it first came out and Travis and I, we were allowed to watch anything, but all my friends could not watch The Simpsons, but I could. And so I was obsessed with them and I would have like this overnight shirt with like that old original drawing of them, just like mm -hmm. all their heads there yep. and whatever. And I'd wear that every night to bed and I would sit up at the um, counter and I'd draw the Simpsons all night long. And I always fucked up Marge's hair. I'd always do an inverted curl <laughs> and I'd be like, what the hell am I doing? Why is it always wrong? Because I, you know, if you loop it around and then you keep going the other way. You get confused when you're a kid, so. Well, I kept doing, like, I did my fair share of uh, drawings of The Simpsons growing up as well. And, like, most of my friends were allowed to watch The Simpsons, but all of my schools and stuff had dress codes. You couldn't wear Simpsons clothing because at that point, it was still a show about Bart being bad instead of a show about Homer being dumb. Gotcha. And so, it, like, yeah, because, like, back then it was like, oh, Bart's a bad influence. And now it's, like... Do the Bart man. Bart's fucking tame compared to most things. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, so it, I'm... Even though I have had nothing to do with it, aside from, I guess, contributing to their ratings over the last three decades almost, uh, very happy and oddly proud that that happened. Nice. Um, so what else has happened? Oh, uh, I don't know if this happened, actually. I think this happened probably the day after we recorded last time. Um, there was a shooting at my high school. Jeez. My high school made the news. 
Wait, which, uh, not it's not Palmdale. The, Palmdale. Wow. Yep, Highland High. It's where I graduated from. Uh, there was a shooting, not a mass shooting, at least. Only one person was shot. Uh, and any death? Uh, they were shot in the arm or the hand, and they'll be fine. But um, however, wow. Like I just, I mean, sorry. It just sucks. It just fucking pisses me off. And since then, of course, we've had a mass shooting in Texas yes. where ten people, I think, ten people were killed. Ten. And um, just you know, uh, sorry to editorialize, but holy shit, man, the NRA is like pulling out a whole bunch of bullshit excuses as always. They always want to blame video games. Video games first off, and then um, then they blame uh, mental illness. Then they blame bullying, because that's clearly, like, this boy was bullied, uh, which, f- fuck you, I was bullied, and I didn't shot, I haven't shot anybody. Yeah. Um, I was and, bullied. Well, and now they're pulling this shit, saying, like, oh, if, if girls were nicer to him, like, if he'd gotten the date, maybe up. he wouldn't have killed anybody. Like, it's not girls' jobs to fucking put out to stop somebody from turning into an asshole. But, like, also, my favorite thing that they've blamed recently doors they were saying doors? maybe there were too many ways to get into the school there were too many entrances you're supposed to be able to get in and out of a school there's a billion kids going through those halls well, and ser- like and there was a really great article actually that was kind of debunked everything that they wow, said they're idiots it's like when you know when there are ch- people say like trans people shouldn't use a proper bathroom because they're gonna like what the fuck are we gonna do well, and there have been more arrests of Republican politicians misbehaving in public bathrooms than there are of trans people getting arrested in bathrooms. There has never been a trans person arrested in a public bathroom because it does not happen. Yeah, but there is a ton of records of, you know, Republican politicians doing a little toe tap or sitting super wide trying to get some attention in bathrooms. Like, yeah. it's amazing. Oh, and like, and there was an article that was interesting that um, debunked all of the things that the NRA is throwing at, at this as excuses right now. Now, saying like oh it's buying video games well second to america is like i think it's like sweden or something i've already forgotten but it's some country uh like is like the second highest uh consumer of violent video games mm-hmm. uh their gun violence is is it's zero it's still like it's like 0.2 percent while we're at like 20 it's fucking ridiculous and like you know and then uh, like they just every single that's a good comparison like every single thing they compared to is like all these other nations do the same thing yeah except they actually have really 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 stringent gun control and how many mass shootings have they had oh none or like one in the last 20 years or something yeah. like that it's always so negligible and anyway so not to turn this into a whole thing about no i hear the gun you violence i debate. agree 100 percent. like guns should not be in civilians hands that's how i feel that's my own personal opinion guns just should not be in civilian hands sorry yeah. well and honestly and i think at this point especially when it comes to these kids with guns i don't like especially if the, gu- if the kid wasn't able to get the gun on their own and they're using their parents' gun, the parents should be tried just as hard as the kid should be. Like, parents need to uh, do something. I don't know if I agree with that. Because if a kid wants something, they're going to get it. Well, parents need and to even buy it. Even if the gun's put away. Well, it's like my my ex-stepdad is a crazy gun nut. And, like, he lives in Arizona, like, and he's a, he's a gun person. Like, when Hillary lost the election, he posted a picture of, like, the AR-15 or whatever the fuck, like, the gun that kills everybody is. With the caption, like, thank God we get to remain a family because Hillary's not going to take you away. It was, like, the saddest post I've ever seen. Oh, no. Because that's... Your poor dad is... My ex-stepdad. ex-stepdad. We have to separate him from me a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, he... Uh, that's apparently bad. That's the closest he has to a relationship is uh, he's going to call his gun family. 
Um, but like that's sick. Yeah, it's it's a bummer. But at least even growing up, he had a gun safe in our house. I didn't yeah. know the combo. I don't even think my mom knew the combo. Like he knew the combo to it, and that was it. And that's where all the guns were in the house, with the exception of one handgun. And even then, that had a trigger lock that you had to know the combo to undo. Yeah. And so, like, at least I feel like as much as I don't agree with him when it comes to the way he views guns in his in the place they hold in his life. I at least respect the fact that he, I never felt unsafe with his guns in the house because he actually kept them all under very tight control. And like, so the fact that like any parent could be in a situation where their kids can get a hold of their gun is weird to me. My brother and I, well, I don't even want to get into it. Yeah, sorry. I mean, where my brother and I were used to having guns around, we never, ever shot one our entire lives because we were taught like you don't touch them. Yeah. Well, they're instruments of death. Like, yeah. that's what they do. They're not for you. Which I love. Like, I, I, one of my exes many, many, many exes ago was, a, uh, is a libertarian. And when there was a report of like a stabbing that happened, I was like, oh, it's so sad. And he was like, no, so they're not talking about knife control. And I was like, knives have so many uses. <laughs> like, yeah. no one's like, oh, I need to cut this rope. Let me get my gun. Let me get my gat out. Yeah. Like, nobody does that. But whatever. That's neither here nor there. This is not what this podcast is about. No. Sorry. But in, Sorry to rant. In, other yes depressing news no yes rob yes and other depressing news what have i started i have to apologize for last week saying that that witcher trailer was the official trailer when it was actually just a hoax oh the entire time got it because i didn't watch it so it was um put on by this company called teaser pro who does fake youtube videos and i'm like but it had the official netflix logo on it so i'm like if i was netflix or cd project or one of those i would sue their motherfucking asses well, for debunking their own property yeah, there should be cease and desist issued to them but get, i would getting the official xbox or uh, netflix mnemonic is probably not that hard to steal from another trailer well they stole from um this movie called age of uprising the legend of michael kolhas kolhas hmm. which is a movie that stars mads mickelson oh. and the character looks just like Geralt from oh, the witcher so they, so they basically did well it's what we call they remixed it into a witcher type scenario but they advertised it as if it was the real one. So I think they went back and changed it because now it has warnings all over. This is just a fan video that they didn't before. Well, like, I mean, if anything, uh, that's actually, it's funny. That's actually what we refer to in the industry often as a ripomatic. Hmm. Like, I've done ripomatics before where, like, oh, you need to sell this new idea. Yeah. Like, let's say, for example, like, I'm trying to think, like, what an interesting combo of stuff would be. But, like, if you wanted to kind of sell. A Western, like, say you want to sell Firefly, uh -huh. and you want to sell, like, a Western that is no, a sci-fi, sci then you would take, like, sci-fi movies that have a little bit of a Western kind of hint, or maybe even take West sci-fi movies and just tint all your footage kind of brown, mm -hmm. and, like, you take, you know, the most futuristic kind of Western, and you just cut it together to sort of create, like, a mood piece. It's like a video yeah. mood board. Well, that's okay to me, but it's when you're you're selling it to an audience as an official Netflix trailer for this show that's coming out. Well, it sounds like someone sitting across from me just needs to check the sources. I got duped. Well, because but like, so did a whole bunch of people. Well, yeah, but like if it was Netflix, it would have been posted on the Netflix channel on YouTube. No, I know, but you know when you see one thing, you're like, oh, and it's the first thing that shows up. You're like, oh, that must be the official one. Mm. 
I do. <laughs> we have to step up your skepticism, lady. Yeah. Because I don't trust a whole lot. <laughs> but but it also goes back to me saying, it didn't look that good. Like, what they did, I was like, it looks a little off. Like, I'm glad it's early in development because it doesn't look great. Remember what I was saying? Mm-hmm. Well, that's why, because it's not even real. Because yeah, I like, I saw a photo of the writer's room. That's why I was like, I was like, oh, okay. Because yeah. I saw a photo of that. Yeah, it's not even cast yet. Yeah. Like, the entire show. And also, all remember, I was like, he sounds just like Geralt from the video game. It was dubbed from the video game, and the music was from the video game. So, yeah, it was just an elaborate gag. So, there's that. So, I have to say sorry, because that was my fault for not reviewing my sources but whatever so are you caught up on westworld but i can't believe nobody like said anything like well I, it's funny because i didn't even know what you were talking about because i hadn't seen it yeah which i guess also well, like keep in mind when it has over three million three and a half million views now but i do feel like when the witcher teaser does get released it'll have like a billion well it's gonna get posted on all of the blogs yeah. Because, like, I mean, at least, like, in my reader, I have, what, Kotaku, Joystick, which is basically yeah. Engadget, Destructoid, Polygon. Like, I have a handful of game places you that would all run You need to watch it, it just because you'll be like, I can see why you would think it was real because how he looks just like Geralt. <laughs> he looks just like him. Like, he is the character from The Witcher and the way they did it. But it didn't look amazing, but it was good enough to pass for me. Anyway, who cares? Right. That's that. Are you caught up on Westworld? I did not catch up. Uh, Ketchup. Sorry. Episode five was so good. Sorry, Eastworld. I can't. It's Shogun World. Eastworld. It's Shogun World. <laughs> and it's the only world I ever want to be in. Oh, that's cute. That's, anyway. Yeah, that's nice. Episode five's good. Okay. And it's like, I don't think this is like spoilery, but um, it seems like Shogun World is significantly more violent, like bloody wise. Like if somebody gets shot in Westworld, it's like, eh, blood, just a little bit of blood. But like in Shogun World, if anyone gets hurt, it's like- It's like Kill Bill status. Blood explosion. <laughs> it's just fucking gooey. Like it's everywhere. Loved that's it. That's cool. It was super fun to watch. Nice. Um, anyway, so that's what I've been up to. Just like, yeah, lots of laying about and watching TV and... I haven't even done that. I've watched nothing. And even more so, I've played nothing if we want to get into video games. <laughs> then what else have you been up to this last week then? Um, oh, I um, got back on Tinder and OkCupid. <laughs> I see. So that took up some time. So you've been in Fresno oh, been and getting frustrated. You've been reading. Okay. I've been reading a lot. Like a lot, a lot, a lot. So... Well, nice. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that. So, well, I feel like this is probably a question that I think you just answered. What, what are you, you playing? playing? Well, since I knew that um, Overwatch Anniversary was going to start today, I got I played about a couple hours of it yesterday to get back into the mood. And I played as Mercy, most of it. I think all of it, actually. And I did okay. Not great. Oh, I played with Alfredo. And um, we played three games. I think we lost the first one. Do you just do quick play? Quick play, yeah. And then the second two, we won. So, but I think because Alfredo's, um, his level is so high. He's crazy high. That we got oh, pitted against some really tough people. They're matching you against some vets. And I was like, this is some fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but we won. We won twice. So it was nice. good. Yeah. Well, I played a little. Have you played anything else? Or is that? No. Well, I played a handful of things. Um... Over the weekend, I finished Destiny 2's most recent DLC called Warmind. 
Oh, yeah, with the sword, the Valkyrie. The Valkyrie, the spear. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was my 17th completed title of the uh, year so Yay. far. Um, I'd say kind of a whole lot of just, you know, it was more of exactly the same. It wasn't anything new or remarkable. That's what you said about the last one. So they're not doing anything special for these DLCs. But we talked about it before, though. I, I feel like Destiny 1 launched so broken that the DLC for Destiny was always them writing the ship. And Destiny 2, I didn't think it launched in a broken place, and the DLC has done nothing to really reinvent the game like it used to. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's more of the same, but for some reason, I think it's because they set the tone that, like, their DLC should be revelatory. It's not really doing that, and therefore I think it's letting a lot of people down, myself possibly included, even well, what though about... I finished it, you know. What but... about the story? The uh, the story, it's it's funny, actually. I actually had to read up on it to understand the significance of it. I believe in the Taken King, there's a character who talks about another character, and you finally meet that character that is spoken of now in Warmind. You finally meet them. Gotcha. And they seem to be kind of just a whole lot of like, okay, it's just another person More that you same. trade in your tokens to to get rewards. It was fine. Um, I'm not upset I played it. Um, I always kind of enjoy the reward loop of leveling up and getting new gear. So um, I had fun, but I think I'm kind of done now. All right. Unless they do like an event that's really remarkable. Because, um, you know, they, they do they do events for Halloween and Valentine's Day and Christmas. Like they'll do events. So you count a DLC as an entire game? Uh, yes. Well, like, uh, I mean, it's if it's DLC that's like, you know, four minutes long, then no, I'm not really going to count that. But in general, I tend to count full DLC dumps, especially when they're kind of mini campaigns as they're as a full thing. Uh-huh. Um, I also count well, like, but episodic games like Life is Strange, I don't count individual episodes as a game. It's the season that counts as a game in my arbitrary game completion world. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so I, I did that. Um, I start, well, that's good. Congrats. I, thank you. I started playing Bridge Constructor Portal. Um, it's in the world of Aperture Laboratories, Portal, you know, that whole thing. And it's a side-scroller thing where you have to l- literally build bridges to get a test cart from one side of a test chamber to another. And, like, you have to take it through portals or avoid turrets or do all sorts of, of shit to get it done. Um I played 10 levels of it, so I played like one-sixth of the game, because there's 60 test chambers, mm-hmm. and um, it was fine. It was fun. It was funny, which is good, because that's what's supposed to be, because GLaDOS is kind of egging you on the whole time. Mm-hmm. And so like, it does, it, a lot of those things work, except, uh, unfortunately, it just, I don't know, like, I'm not good at games where you have to build bridges. I was not meant to be an architect, ever. Yeah. Uh, like, I suck at World of Goo. Which You're is more of one. an Angry Birds break a bridge. I'm more break a bridge, yeah. <laughs> and so, like, in like I sucked at World of Goo, which is exactly the same sort of thing. And I like I hated that. And so I I'm amazed I got as far as I did in Bridge Constructor before I decided it was stressful and I didn't want to do it anymore. Um, cool. Uh, and that's on the I played mobile. On, I played on PS4. PS4. Um, and then I played a demo on PS4 called Crossing Souls. It's a pixel, like, it looks like an old school pixel adventure title, um, but it plays kind of like a Legend of Zelda kind of thing. So it's like a, you know, you, you have a little action, you, you have actions and abilities that your player can do. And it's not like it goes into like RPG style fighting. It's more of like whatever's on the map around you. Okay. But like you have like five different bodies, like because it's you and all your buddies. Oh, gotcha. Only one person's on screen at a time. 
typically unless okay. it's like a plot moment and like each of them have different abilities like one, so it's like lost vikings i never played lost vikings oh it's so good that's blizzard i know it's like one of blizzard's first games or it might have been their first game um but like one has a hover jump one has a laser gun one has a baseball bat one can climb yeah one has it's a, just like lost vikings a whippy jump rope thing and it's it was cute um and it, it takes place it's very 80s and it like has the 80s soundtrack and the 80s logo and it's very much tapping into this sort of like stranger things kind of uh excitement of uh-huh. like oh it's a bunch of kids meeting in a it's nostalgic yeah it's totally yeah. nostalgia uh and it was it was fun it's from devolve it was published by devolver games and like they do cutscenes that are like animated with vhs tracking and like you know color warp and stuff it's hmm. kind of fascinating cool um, it was fun i liked it what's I might- it called again it's called crossing souls huh. um or crossing souls I don't know how where the I don't know how they want you to pronounce it. I need to know where the emphasis is. How right. am I supposed to find it, Rob? <laughs> Crossing souls. Okay. Uh, and so yeah, that's a thing that I played. Um, I bought Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition for the Switch. Really? Todd wanted Todd. to play it, so I grabbed it. I haven't played it yet. Um, well, it's got to be better than Dissidia. <laughs> it must be. It must be. I would hope it would be. That was the worst of the worst. I don't know if it's like, it's, I don't want to say it's the worst, but it just did not land for me at all. <laughs> this video just did not make a lot of sense. Yeah, um, everybody I see who's you know, of my friends on PS4 and has played Dissidia, they're at like 0% completion because <laughs> nobody wants to deal with that yeah, shit. <laughs> it's, I, played, I played through like the first tutorial and I was like, cool, I think I'm done. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then... Um, Today, when we're recording, yesterday, for if you're listening, the day it came out, uh, State of Decay 2 came out for the PC and Xbox One, which um, I've downloaded now, but I haven't played it yet. I'm really excited about it, though, um, because I produced the uh, E3 trailer last year that was like five minutes long. Uh I produced that last year, and um, my colleague produced the launch trailer that came out uh, a couple weeks ago. Oh, sweet. And, um, and And the whole team got involved and it's uh the launch trailer is a really really great asset um and so proud to be part of the the launch process for state of decay 2 and um can't wait to play it actually looks like a lot of fun like i know i I had fun with it last year but it looks so much better now than it ever did before so i'm excited to get into that but then lastly though as you said overwatch second anniversary event has started Overwatch anniversary has started (laughs) um and like I love it in arcade mode, they're doing a daily like swapping out game mode. Like right now is Junkenstein's Revenge. Mm-hmm. Um, so you think it's like a twenty four hour thing? Yeah, it says it changes daily. So I'm assuming it'll be every twenty four hours. I'm curious what the next one will be. I know it was Lucio Ball this morning, and now it is uh, Junkenstein, which is one of my favorites, and it gives you a great opportunity to play as the new Hanzo, who's fucking awesome. Not social, Hanzo. No, well, not skin-wise. They changed his abilities. Oh, yeah, you said, okay. Yeah, now instead of the scatter arrow, he has a rapid fire arrow. His sonic arrow cover, it does a smaller radius, faster recharge, and uh, it lasts less time. I would think he would have like a homing arrow. A lot of people- Or an exploding arrow. Well, he had the scatter arrow before. Oh, that's right, yeah. Um, Which a lot of people uh, say that the hitbox for his arrows is way too big anyway. In that, like, there's replays I've seen where, like, the arrow literally will go, like, above someone's head and then do, like, a 90-degree angle to go into it. Like, a lot of people feel that 
uh, Hanzo's hitbox is way too generous. I'm not one of those people because um, I still suck as him. I would say yes because I was playing as Mercy yesterday. And I watched the replay of a Hanzo who killed me. And I was like, he wasn't even aiming at me when he let go of the arrow. It was like on the complete other side of the screen. But Alfredo compared the hitbox on his arrows like shooting a school bus, uh, <laughs> which uh, made me feel real bad because at the time I couldn't hit a fucking school bus, apparently. Yeah, I was a little <laughs> bit like, what the F? <laughs> um, but like his new rapid fire arrow is super cool. He also has a mid air dash now. Ooh. Yeah, like he's like the new Hanzo is pretty nice. And um, from the three matches of Junkenstein's Revenge I played tonight, uh, one of them I didn't even get to Hanzo before somebody else picked him. So I think he's kind of like of the four in Junkenstein's Revenge. He's one of the more appealing ones right now because it's him, McCree, Anna, Soldier 76. Gotcha. And I'll be damned if I'm going to play as Anna because I suck as her. I'm really oh, bad. she's the sniper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like her. But I don't mind playing as McCree, and I like Soldier 76. I just don't understand what her benefit is. <laughs> a lot of people I know really like her. Like I know. She's, she's, she's always on my team, and I'm like, why? What is she doing? Well, it's a lot of people I work with are actually really effective as her. Well, I'm, I'm they need not. to they need to school me on Anna. Well, tonight would be the perfect chance for you to play as Anna in Junkenstein's Revenge and give her a go. What a great idea, Rob. I think I'll take your advice. PVE modes are good ways to learn new heroes. Uh, yeah. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> How dare it's true, you? Because I did love Torbjorn after After Uprising? Uprising. So there you Seriously, go. like, oh, if you set the turret in the right place in Uprising, it's so satisfying. Just watching those kills come in, you could just take a nap. Yeah, just go to sleep. Bye. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh yeah. So yeah, um, I am. Are you excited about any skins for the um, Overwatch? I'm excited about. I, I like Magician Symmetra. Yeah, me too. That's the one I want. Um, oh, let's talk about the ones we got because oh. you get a free loot box. In my free loot box, I got legendary skin of Forest Spirit for Orisa. Yeah, and then right before this podcast, um, I opened my loot box and I got Stealth. Is it? Yeah, Stealth Bastion. Bastion. Which I love that the bird's a robot, too. It's so cool. Stealth Bastion's pretty dope. He's pretty cool. I, I would actually love that skin, because I like Bastion. I don't play as Bastion, so if anybody wants oh. to buy it off me, just kidding. <laughs> if only you could do that. Um, it's funny. Like I like Bastion a lot. I rarely play as Orisa, so I'm kind of not super thrilled about that. It's a cool skin. I just never use her. Which yeah. I guess, next time I play Mystery she Heroes, cool. and I'm giving her, she'll look super cool. Super cool. Um, the Of the skins, like I like Magician Symmetra. Yeah. And I really like Doomfist in all of his formal wear. Yeah. Um, it's good. Well, Alfredo and I, sorry, we keep bringing him up. Oh, he plays as Doomfist. He does. Well, he, Alfredo plays as everybody. Yeah. Um, and he's pretty good as almost everybody. Um, I, but like we were talking about how much I think we, one of the reasons why we kind of all enjoyed Social Hanzo as much as we do is because he's in formal wear. Yeah. We're like, all the characters should have formal wear. Doomfist looks nice dressed up. He looks like um, 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 Kingpin. Yes, he does. So like, yeah, I feel like it'd be amazing. It, they should have, for the anniversary thing, they should have given everybody formal wear. God, that'd like, be so dope. The black tie event. That's They need to do a black tie event. That's the next event that they should do. You're so good, Rob. You should do marketing for them. The shit writes itself. Okay. Yeah. So. Anyway. I like that idea. Right? I mean, I guess Symmetra's black tie. 
Yeah. I mean, the magician thing's a little cash, but it's also dressy. I mean, she has tails on. She's not wearing pants, though. Well, who does? And she doesn't have an arm anymore. Her arm's a hologram. It's yeah, magic. It's it's magic. It's um, a magic arm. But yeah, the, uh, I'm looking for... I like... Um, is, is this junk? Which one's that one? Uh, Sherlock Holmes. Oh, yeah. And he what, looks cutesy. And Junkrat has a pirate? Looks like Jack Sparrow. Okay. And Torbjorn is whatever. What, what, whatever. He is. He's just like blue. Oh, okay. Fine. I do like Torbjorn. I mean, the colors are pretty. Yeah. Um, Brigitte is nice, I guess. Mm-hmm. She looks good. That's probably one of her best skins. Well, and like, I think this is some of the first times that, that Brigitte and... um. I forgot who else, but like, I, I, because it's like, I think the first event since Brigitte showed up, mm-hmm. um, this is the first time that she's gotten a real, like, kind of boost to the stuff that she could have. Yeah. So, totally. Cool. That's it. But yeah. And well, and the nice thing is, because it's the anniversary, apparently they have unlocked all of the, like, event skins. So, like, you can actually unlock Halloween costumes. You can unlock the. Year of the Rooster skins. Yes. Like the summer 100% games. 100% of any skin that's been available, you can unlock with coin. Yeah. Or Which, probably loot box. Uh, loot boxes, yes, because I've actually unlocked a Zarya victory pose from Lunar New Year. Yeah. And so, yeah, look, they've completely opened up the possibilities you can win or yeah or buy any of the the unlockables so far which is kind of neat except for pink mercy uh, except because you gotta donate which you had to pay real money and i believe that's already passed i think that yeah uh, ended yesterday oh wow um and on there's also a new map the hidden city petra yes which i that's part of the death match right now mm, on arcade mode nice. the free-for-all death match is on the petra map very nice Cool. Yeah. Overwatch. Oversnatched. Whoa. So, <laughs> is it time for us to learn? It is. It's time for the word of the week. Okay. <laughs> and the word of the week is spagyric. Spagyric? Yeah. Spagyric. I'm guessing it's an adjective. Uh-huh. S-P-A-G-Y-R-I-C. Spagyric. Spagyric. Well, I'm guessing it's something that is nearly cyclical but not quite i like the way you think but that's incorrect damn it (laughs) (laughs) so i was combining like sporadic Uh and like the idea of like gyroscope kind of stuff okay i can see where where i was going yeah well it's actually pertaining to or resembling alchemy oh or alchemic all right then. Yeah. I was half. I w- that wasn't right at all. Actually, I like that it's an adjective. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of so spagyric. Spagyric of or pertaining to something of like alchemy. Yeah, which is great for me since I'm reading so much Witcher lore right now Seriously? that like everywhere I look, there's Witcher papers. I'm kind of in a thing, and I and I'm, I'm going to bring it up again tonight. But I promise I'll calm down on the Witcher after to after this podcast until like Netflix come. Well, because I really want to play the DLC. No, now, it's like, I, I'm anticipating a good, more like a, a good <sighs> amount of Witcher for the near future. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I've made peace with it. You know what, though, I would really be super stoked if Todd McFarlane Toys got on the bandwagon and made Witcher toys. <laughs> there was a really great figure that was released of uh, like a collectible thing of Geralt in the tub. What? Yeah, it's awesome. I'm totally gonna look that up yeah, right now. Geralt in tub. Figure they need to have like a that. girl and Yennefer having sex on, on the, the unicorn. unicorn. <laughs> that would be the best. <laughs> um, sweet. Well, while you look that up, 
Um, I think we should probably address some sort of frontier that potentially is vinyl. It's time to get your music on in the vinyl frontier. All right, then. I like it. <laughs> well, it's funny. It's actually appropriate that we're getting the music on because uh, it's just general music this time. Nice. Um, I don't have any new game stuff to report on. Um, but just today, I found out that this existed, and I went and I bought it uh, on my lunch break. Um and just from the files of, oh, shit, I feel old now, um, an album that I really like just had its 20th anniversary. I mean, like, there's been several that have, of albums that I've loved that have just turned 20 in uh-huh. recent time. Um, but the first album by the band Gomez called Bring It On is really great. And it just got like a two LP reissue and a four CD reissue. Uh, is that not totally adorable? There's also that more realistic one. There. Yeah. Sorry, we're looking at the girl and the witcher in the tub. Like, aren't those amazing? I kind of am living for it. What are those called? Chibis? Oh, no, those aren't chibis. Uh, those are... Sp- sp- I don't remember what it's called. I forgot. Um, but yeah, anyway, so, uh, but Gomez, first album, Bring It On, got reissued, because uh, it's 20 years old, which, by the way, um, when I was writing my notes for today, the number- Nanodroid, sorry. Na- ah, there you go. Nanodroid. There's a really cute Nanodroid, Hanzo. He's adorable. He even comes with the dragon strike with the two little dragons. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. It's so cute. Yeah. I think I might have to buy that, because it's just the cutest. They even oh. have, like, a Witcher- Cosplayer with him? Cosplay- Hmm. Anyway, there's so much um, happening in my Witcher world. It's disgusting. Yeah, one one thing I noticed though that's going to be kind of crazy is uh, as I was writing this stuff down for my thing, the number twenty is going to show up a bit for the rest of the podcast. Okay. Because uh, yeah, Gomez twentieth anniversary. Sweet. So that's it for the Final Frontier right now. That's it for the Final Frontier. Do no no. Sorry. <laughs> Well, should I be slowing down or stopping? Is there any sort of... Like... I'm, I'm looking at all these, like, Witcher Geralt toys in the tub. What a random toy. I love that everyone attached to Geralt in the tub. Like, who would even think... It's actually a toy. It doesn't even look like it's porcelain or anything. It's, like, plastic, I think. I don't know. It's hard to tell. But it's fucking awesome, though. He has a fucking rubber ducky. Yeah. I'm going to post these on the Insta. Okay, good. Um, yeah, that one and that one also. Cool. Um, well, I'm glad you stopped right there, Rob, because you just got yourself stuck in a West Hollywood graphic jam. <laughs> That's very specific. Ding! <laughs> oh, it's... it's <laughs> <laughs> glitter. <laughs> Rainbows. <laughs> oh, man. Well, this week for graphic jam, we have... You're all going to get tired of me. The Witcher graphic novels series. If you're one thing, you're very on brand. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Thank you. And I could have split them up into three different times because they're all completely different like stories. But we're going to talk about it as one. Um, there's three Witcher um, groups of five comic books each. So what are they called? Com- not compendiums, but... Yeah, I mean, like, these are the trade releases. Trades, are, yeah. Three yeah. Witcher trades. The, and Thank so you. they're collecting little mini-series, right? Yeah. Of the of the, the individual comics. Exactly. And they're all by um, Paul Tobin, who is super famous in the comic book world, but also it's with the writers of The Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt, series tits. Um, And really, really good stories. And they all take place after The Wild Hunt ends. But they may, well, you know what? Some of them make references to Wild Hunt, but to me it feels like they all take place after. 
it doesn't really say though, except the third one with Siri and um, Yennefer. That one takes place definitely after the Wild Hunt because um, Siri's already a Witcher in it. But um, so there's three, and the first one's called House of Glass. There's a lot of shots of Geralt in the tub. I know in this with and without His other tushy people. Tushy is so cute. I love a good tush. And um, House of Glass is kind of like their haunted house episode where um it's about girl and his companion at the time who go to this house and try to uncover the mystery of this man's murdered wife and i'm just going to read the back of it so it says traveling through the haunted black forest Geralt, the famed monster hunter encounters a widowed fisherman whose wife's vengeful corpse inhabits an eerie mansion known as the house of glass as Geralt explores the ghostly manor he battles a host of terrifying creatures and unfolds a horrific mystery which could make the house Geralt's tomb so that's house of glass very exciting um, and they're all actually pretty creepy so I like a good scary story. And then the second one's called The Fox Children. And this is kind of like their sea adventure. So the whole time it takes place on a ship. And Geralt's journey leads him to aboard a ship of fools, renegades, and criminals. But some passengers are more dangerous than others. And one hides a heinous secret that could lead the crew and passengers to a bitter and hideous fate. They used hideous twice. Um, at the hand of a vengeful fox mother. So they introduce a new character, like a new um, monster type in this also. And then the third one is called Curse of Crows. And this is kind of like a family affair kind of horror story where you have Siri and Geralt going on an adventure. And then, of course, the motherly Yennefer has to come in and interfere, as she always does. And this one, explore the dark and gritty world of the hip. Oh, that one doesn't really give a thing. Yeah, it just says the past will come back to haunt you, which... Yeah. Is there a significance to water in that one? Because I've noticed like every two or three pages, there is a new scene in the same bathtub or a lake. Everyone's always swimming or or bathing. Oh, okay. There's a lot of that. The thing I like about this particular one is um, they kind of show a lot of what happens in between the hunts of monsters. Mm. So there's a lot of drinking. There's a lot of eating. There's a lot of visiting bathhouses and getting prepared for the battle, which, I mean, I've read three of the novels so far by the actual novels. And the thing I like about these books is it does spend a lot of time preparing you for with like little details about like moments it gives you moments like when Yennefer does her makeup it literally describes her putting on the eyeliner using the cold pencil you know extending her lashes with the mascara she, I mean it goes into detail of like just simple things that you don't really get in stories so I think in that um kind of in that theme it's this shows them bathing a lot because witchers get dirty. They have to like have time to relax in between their fights. So it kind of shows that, which I like. Of course, and then Geralt has a toy where he's in the bathtub. It's kind of like a theme. It is. Of them getting clean after they've been so dirty. Oh, so dirty. Oh, so dirty. Um, any questions, class? I recommend them. Um, Stuart, who is my hookup, he got these for me, and I'm very grateful, and I love them. And um, I want to say more things, but I can't because I just love it so much. Okay, that's it. Are are there more? 
Oh, yeah, thank you. No, this is so far all we That's have. That's everything right now. And this last one was 2017, so last year. So, yeah. So, I'm like, what year are we? <laughs> nice. Well, it's funny. Actually, I would like to get back into reading graphic novel type stuff. Um, I bought a lot of the single issues of the Dark Souls comics. Uh-huh. I didn't realize there was like four series running simultaneously. And so, I only got like a fraction of them. And they did make books of all of them. So, I think I might be going on a Dark Souls comic binge maybe nice. soon. We'll see. I recommended these to um to my friend Simon, who, as I've discussed before, he's one of the producers on Marvel stuff. Yeah, on um, Guardians of the Galaxy. And who's the guy who plays Drax? Uh, Dave Bautista. I guess he reads graphic novels. So I told Simon to recommend these books. So we'll see if that actually happens. Nice. Yeah. So on to newsy stuff. I actually have a small, massive pile of news, which I can blow through pretty quick. But yeah, do, you, do you have newsy stuff? Of course. I mean, it's just a podcast, isn't it? Okay, I'm just making sure. <laughs> so do you just want to go like every other? Yeah. All right. Rapid so fire. Um, the Senate has voted to preserve the protections of net neutrality, overruling the fucking bullshit vote that happened earlier. So uh, I don't know if that actually, if everything's all like locked down and awesome, or if this is just a step in the right direction. But either way, uh, net neutrality is supposed to end on June 11th, and that is no longer a thing that is going to happen, I believe. Well, that's good to know. That's awesome. So like, I want to say the system works, but at least the system is less crappy. Yeah. Good. So that's good. You. Good. Oh, my turn. Um, Deadpool 2 dethrones Infinity War this last weekend with, um, yeah, making $301 million worldwide. Which I'm bummed I didn't get a chance to see it yet. Um, Todd was out of town, so I had to wait. I think we're, yeah. we might be seeing it tomorrow. I didn't even know it was out. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> but I do now. Well, and apparently it did very well. It didn't, it didn't get its own, because like, it didn't break its own, own record. record. No. But <clears throat> when the first one came out, though, it also came out on a double holiday weekend. That's true. It came out on Valentine's Day and President's Day. And so, like, they kind of had, like, a double-duty movie-going audience kind of thing. Um, so, not bad, given that it opened on a normal weekend in yeah. May instead only, of a holiday weekend. It only holiday. missed it by, like, 15 million. Yeah, it was it was very close to its own record. Yeah. Um, so, well done, Deadpool. Um, Lego Movie 2 has a release date. Yes, it does. February 2019. Get excited. I really like the Lego Movie. So I'm excited about Lego everything movie is awesome. Everything was awesome. That movie was fun. Everything was awesome. Everything's cool when you're part of a team. Everything is teammates. Uh, That's a callback to my Coke can, by the way. Yeah. Um. So, yep. What you got next? So the Special Olympics are going to host its first ever video game tournament in partnership with Xbox on July 2nd. Oh, is this uh, tying in at all with their special new controller they've announced? You know what? I do not know. Maybe, but the game that they are going to do um, rounds of is Forza Motorsport 7. That makes sense. Nice. Well, like, and it's, yeah, what I mentioned just in passing, because I don't have all the facts on it. Um, Xbox just announced a new accessibility-driven controller. It almost looks like a drum pad, like an electronic drum kit, kind of, or drum pad, I guess, for lack of a better word. It has two giant buttons. Um, and so it's a thing where like you can customize it. So like if you, I guess maybe only have one hand or are missing some fingers or if you have limited mobility, mm-hmm. um, it offers uh, additional control methods because it's highly customizable. Cause like there's a lot, I've seen a lot of articles about like, oh, this person has one hand, but like they were able to command a game by creating a custom controller that uses both of their feet. 
you know, and the one hand they have or whatever. Like, there's all these really cool um, articles about uh, people kind of reinventing because they have to, like reinventing a controller because they can't use a normal, a conventional controller. Yeah. So um, <laughs> it's awesome that, like, Microsoft's on, like, kind of at the forefront of an accessibility-driven device. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was curious if that was part of the special one. Uh, it didn't say anything about that, but I'm sure they will involve it. If- um- at least next year, maybe. Available, yeah. Um, so uh, one thing that um, was, this is like a two-parter. Um, they just, I guess, I don't know who they are, but like it was officially announced that um, as part of canon and lore, Lando Calrissian is apparently pansexual. Say what? And, but like, it was funny. What boys is he playing with? Well... This is the thing, like, the internet kind of was like, yay, Lando's pansexual. But also, we're like, everyone kind of was, as much as they were like, cool, they equally kind of rubber banded backward with anger because, like, it is a thing where, like, you can only tell us that a character is, like, Why do we need to know his sexuality anyway? Well, seriously, well, that's one thing. But then also, like, stop giving us this information about a character if it has nothing to do with the fucking story. Are they Dumbledoring us? Exactly. That was the best example that I had as a parallel of just, like, don't tell me once the, like, the books are done, you know, and the movies are done, that, by the way, this character was gay the whole time. Like, so he was just gay when we weren't looking? Like, why the fuck do we care? Like, don't just throw us this weird bone of, like, by the way, that character was gay. It's like, but they weren't, though. They were... But maybe they always were, they just didn't deal with it in that story. Yeah, well, and that's, but, like, somebody was like, stop telling me that they're just that way when I'm not watching. Like, don't tell me but that Lando... Tracer was the same thing. Well, Tracer, actually, we have seen her girlfriend. Yeah. Like, at least, True. at least they've done the lore. They're not just like, oh, like, it'd be like if Overwatch was like, cool, the game is done, we've gotcha. killed the servers, the game's over. By the way, Tracer was gay all along. What? Like, it, you know, they don't well, do that. Well, but at least in um, Dumbledore's defense, they are doing the backstory on his affair with Grindelwald which although they've kind of also even said though that they're not really addressing it on on screen at all like it's implied but it's never really addressed I'm I'm not saying I need to see them banging Mm -hmm. but like it is a thing it's more of a platonic thing that's gonna happen they've kind of suggested that it's never really going to be really addressed on film and like yeah telling me that Lando is is pansexual maybe something happens in solo i haven't did you see it no it doesn't come out hasn't come out yet but um from what i hear nothing in the movie would lead you to think that at all oh okay so it's another one of those like cool so whenever he's not on camera he's banging anything but uh when he's on camera straight guy (laughs) like just normal lando so it's it's a little annoying just to sort of like throw a weird bone to people when they're not really who the character is that much well i i find it annoying that they can they can give us these details but they have nothing to back it up with yeah no it's like, like it's like a weird retcon there should be some romance happening in this movie if that's what you're going to give us well because yeah like and it's, it's like for every star wars movie that gets released if everyone's like where are the gay characters and they're like oh well there's there's a couple they've in been there. there all along yeah, just like, know. yeah it's like well then they're not really representing if you just sort of tell me but yeah. um but also on the donald glover thing this is the other little bit of the news that's kind of fun this is the upside it's not lando driven okay but um the subreddit called the donald which is where people go to actually talk about how they kind of like trump yeah has been taken over by people who are just there to talk about how great donald glover is that's good i love it i i seriously like let's rename him the donald because he's the good one so they've kind of infiltrated. Totally. They've commandeered that vessel. I think the moderator was like out of town or just wasn't there for a couple of days. I'm sure it's all been shut down now that the moderator is back. 
But um, for a brief, glorious bit, the Donald was completely overrun by Donald, Donald Glover, Glover fans. That's pretty dope. I love it. So it's like those um, what are they called? The dance when everybody goes in oh, and dance. Oh, flash mob. A flash mob. Yeah, you flash mob that site. <laughs> Sweet. So what you got next? Um, 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 my last bit of news is Fortnite is planning on doing tournaments. And uh, it's go ahead no. starting next year. Okay, and they are have already raised a hundred million for prizes, and that thirteen year old is going to be really rich. Yeah, I was like, uh, and never mind that. Like three <laughs> weeks ago, you made fun of me for the the story mm-hmm. where I mentioned that a thirteen year old was signed to a league that doesn't exist yet. I know, but oh no, I have one more bit of news. It was funny though for the time <laughs> being because it didn't exist, but now it does. And we all knew it was going to, but at the time, I was cute. It took 21 days between me talking about it last time to now. Yeah, but it hasn't even happened yet. It's just still talk. I know. God, Rob. I thought it was funny. That's you all. are so mean. But yeah, there's a 2018-2019 season planned. Yeah, apparently when I walk in here in a good mood, I get really spicy. But like when You're I walk so in, spicy. When I walk in here just dragging my dick in the dirt, like I'm totally just, you know, what friendly. The fuck? Do you have a dick that big? That's just a phrase. Oh. <laughs> it would also imply that maybe I'm just crawling when I walk in. Uh, I think slithering. Slithering. Fine. I'm like just I'm on the ground snake. when I come in. Um, all right, well, my next bit of news. Mm-hmm. Um, Yakuza or Yakuza uh, 3, 4, and 5 are all getting remastered for PS4. So I didn't know there were that many. There are now 17. 7. Damn. Because there's uh, Yakuza 0 through 6. Wow. Um, and um, I like the idea of a complete series being available on a single generation of hardware. Um, I know, like, you know, Resident Evil, I think, has already done it, because they done Resident Evil 0 through 7 on Xbox One and PS4. Um, but I was excited to see a game, especially one that is getting a lot more attention recently, because the Yakuza series is apparently very, very good, and 0 and... Five and the remake of one are supposed to be really, really great. So I'm kind of glad to see that they're all getting a little bit of a, you know, a remaster sort of um, attention and that they're actually getting re-released. Because I like the game playing everything on one system. Like, it bums me out so hard that right now, at least, you know, until further notice, almost every game from the Soulsborne world is playable on PS4, with the exception of Demon Souls. It's the only one. But like Dark Souls 1, 2, 3, and Bloodborne, all on PS4 due to reissues or it just being the native platform it came out on. Sweet. So, um, but yeah. So anyway, thought it was kind of neat that Yakuza was coming. Nice. And it's complete. I've never played one of them. They, I, they kind of play like Shenmue games, I believe. I don't know. I haven't played any either yet, Um, but I'm, I keep buying them with the intent to play them. Nice. So. All right. Well, my next bit of uh, news is pretty cool and it's something we can at one point eventually buy which you might actually like rob because i know you like things i do so there will be a physical video game atlas that maps out 40 classic video game cities that is pretty neat and it's called oh god what was it called it's called virtual cities an atlas and exploration of video game cities and um, it has original maps, ink drawings, and insightful commentary and analysis about different cities, including Half-Life 2's City 17. Nice. 
Grand Theft Auto V's Los Santos. Okay. So just LA. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a remixed LA. It's, yeah. Uh, Yakuza's. What? Kamurocho. <laughs> and fall, uh, Fallout's New Vegas, Silent Hill, and well, less known cities like Antisher and Lizard Breath, plus Cyberpunk Hong Kong and Voodoo New Orleans. I'm surprised they didn't have like Midgard from Final Fantasy VII in there. Yeah, like there's got to be some other, but like that's that's pretty cool though. Um, as long as the art is cool, I would well, totally be interested. There's in that. forty. That's only like a list of like but eight for them to say and some lesser knowns. I'm like, well, I hope there's some more highly knowns in there. Yeah, it'd be also awesome to get like I like you to know, see the Yarnum from Bloodborne or that planet on Metroid. Metroid uh, Zebus. Zebus. Yeah. yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> so uh i'll just blow through the rest of my news real fast i only got like four more um resident... a lot. <laughs> it'll be fast just kidding <laughs> um resident evil 7 is actually coming to the switch in japan only at this yes. point via cloud play so i'm guessing this means that maybe the switch hardware is not powerful enough to play resident evil 7 natively but like by doing cloud play you're basically using your switch as a controller and screen for a game that's operating elsewhere it's similar to playstation now okay so you're basically streaming the game gotcha um and it will be uh yeah right now it's only in japan for the price of approximately twenty dollars Woo! so there's another 20 that i was going to mention shit the law of 20s which actually maybe there's not that many 20s but like i wrote them all down i was like there's a lot of 20s here okay Um, all right so that's the thing um next this is kind of a surprise and they haven't really announced any sort of replacement yet but um best buy has a thing called the gamers club unlocked and it's a yearly subscription membership service that you can do that gives you 20 percent off of new games and I know a lot of people who actually love this this thing. It's basically like the power-up program from GameStop, except it works on new games at Best Buy. Okay. And they've actually just discontinued it. Aww. No explanation why. No, no talk of any sort of uh, replacement. I think as long as you have it, like until it expires, you still have it. But once it expires, you cannot renew. There is no replacement that has been announced as of yet. Um, personally, I am an Amazon Prime user, which as long as you pre-order your games, you get 20% off up until release date. Nice. So there's another 20 for you. I think it was the last of the 20s, but it was kind of interesting. It's like 20%. Well, I'm turning 20 this year. Congratulations. Thank you. You don't look a day over 15. Thank you. <laughs> um, so uh, next up, there was an indie game that came out about seven years ago called To the Moon. It was almost a 20 without a zero. Right. <laughs> uh, it was uh, it was created in like an RPG making um, program, and uh, it was exclusive to Mac and PC for a while. Now it's on iOS devices. Uh, it was a really it's a touching sort of uh, narrative game about um, a service where they will implant memories in people who are dying, similar to like Total Recall, except instead of you being of like you know healthy body getting a vacation installed in you, this is actually putting memories and stuff in those that are dying in order for them to die with no regrets. So false memories? Yes. Like, or you're, or you might be digging through to figure out any sort of trauma and sort of trying to figure a way to fix it. It's been a while since I played the game. So it's not like San Junipero where it's like, no. Okay. Um, and so, uh, but yeah, so To the Moon um, was a game I played a couple years ago, actually, and it was nice. Um, it's actually getting an animated feature. That's sweet. Uh, it's a collaboration between, I think, a Chinese and a Japanese company, but they're doing like a pretty high budget animated film of uh, in the to, the to the Moon universe. Nice. Which could be cool. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, which you might also get a kick out of this, 
Uh, no one knows for sure exactly what the deal is, but apparently, I think on Steam, someone noticed a new batch of achievements that just got announced for Prey. Oh. And I think- No, I cannot go back to that. And I think- It's haunting me still to this day. And I think each achievement is a single word as the name of it, and when you put them all together, it says, if you believe they put a man on the moon. So, is Prey going to the moon? Who knows? Wait, isn't that David Bowie, or- That's R.E.M. R.E.M. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so it could be a thing like, are we going to the moon? Who knows? But uh, it could be awesome, though, to get a little bit of Prey DLC because I would actually like to go back into that world. I would like to stay far away from that world because that game gave me so much anxiety. I never want to see it again. (laughs) Loved it. Hated it. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, that's my news. See, I got through it fast. Yeah, that was good. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. So is it time for the crush? Crush. Crush. Of the week. Crush. It is. Yeah. Who are you crushing on? Well, this week, Who's Rob, your boo of the week? Because I'm so... Is this a Witcher thing? No. <laughs> well, actually... <laughs> oh, no. It's funny that you say a Witcher thing because... You haven't crush... done Geralt yet. <laughs> I know, right? Eventually. My crush is the witch from... God of War, because I don't want to spoil things. Oh, yes. Okay. The, the Witch of the Woods. <laughs> the Witch of the Woods. Yeah. So she is my crush of the week. And she hits all of my pleasure points. She's Brunette. Brunette. She's sultry and smoky with her makeup. She's a witch. She's a witch. <laughs> she hits all the check marks. All right, then. She's a um, strong-willed, strong-minded character. And um, did you watch Steven finish that game? I know everything that happened. So you're not going to go back in? I am not going back in. All right, then. God of, like I said, it's just too masculine for me. Makes sense. I like watching people bathe. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, in terms of The Witcher is just a bunch of baths all in a row. Like, I just, I didn't get that far in the game. So, yeah. I didn't nearly have bath time like everybody else does. I like watching people bathe, have sex on unicorns, and... Bathe some more. Put some fragrance on them. And then, <laughs> yeah. All and right, maybe then. fight a monster. In the tub. Well, the side. <laughs> oh, yeah. The the Hydra. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, my crush of the week is actually also from God of War. Yeah? It's an unconventional crush, I'll admit, because um, it's it's weird. When I first met this character, I wasn't very... I know who it is. I, I wasn't very... Uh, I don't know who it is. I didn't like him very much. The very first character you fight? No. Oh. But by the time I was done, this character was actually probably my favorite character in the whole game. Sindri, the second of the blacksmiths. Oh, with the gold armor. Yes, he's the one, he's a germaphobe, and he's just really sweet. Yeah, and, he's funny. And even when his, you know, when he gets sad, you just want to just give him a hug. He just seems very sweet. Um, And I, I very much like Sindri. And he is the sort of half of the comic relief of the game, which to me was not landing very well until he showed up. Yeah, I do like that he's a germaphobe. Because, yeah, Brock. And he's a Yeah, because like, I didn't love Brock. You know, his brother. Because he's a dick. Yeah. And then, like, then Sindri showed up, and I was just like, well, who the fuck is this no guy? No wonder they didn't get along. Right? And the second <laughs> the second time I met that you meet Sindri, I was like, oh, I think I get it. And I really actually am enjoying him a lot. Yeah. And, and, I, and he is wearing the better armor, so I'm like, I trust him more. And he's a sympathetic... Sweetheart. He's a sympathetic blacksmith. I, I really did like him. So Sindri is my crush of the week. Um, Cute. Because, yeah, he, and he has like he, he has a very uh, angular face, which is kind of fascinating to look at. Like his eyes are super far 
apart. He has like no chin. He's very sallow. He has shaped facial hair. Mm. He's an interesting fellow. Yeah, I would not say I'm attracted to him, but maybe if I learned the character a little bit better and talked to him more. Visually not that attracted to him, but like I'm attracted to his heart. I found very that sweet. when I was playing God of War that not the actual game um, story, but when I had like the secondary characters like Cinder, I would skip through their dialogues because <laughs> I was just that uninterested. I know I'm bad. You missed all the good stuff. I'm sorry. That's because you skipped all the things that aren't Kratos. And you went straight for the uber-masculine thing that you hate, and you skipped all of the stuff that softens the world, except for your lady. I like my lady. <laughs> yeah. The Witch of the Woods. Everything's a witch with me. I know. Or sorceress. Witch or witchers or... I think I like magic. I think so. I'm attracted to power. <laughs> Yeah, so that we'll go with that. Nice. Um, any last words, comments, commentary, things nah. to say, little bits of wisdom? No, okay. no, I'm all out of wisdom. Well, you can follow me at Satine the Dream on Instagram and Twitter, or Satine on Twitch. And you can follow me at Fast Danger on Twitter or at Mr. Gladstone on Instagram and Twitch. And you can follow the podcast at BitDiffPodcast at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can write us an email at BitDiffPodcast at gmail.com. We have new episodes every Wednesday. Just like this Wednesday oh right now. Oh my god, it's happening. And uh, would you kindly follow, rate, and comment on iTunes and Google Play? Yeah, and oh, you should all write to us and tell us um, which characters you get in your first loot box for the um, Overwatch anniversary so, so we can be totes gels because uh i mean i got a good one yeah well and, like mine's so a good one you. i'm just never gonna use it i don't know if there's any bad ones per se there's just ones that aren't that exciting torbjorn one's kind of meh yeah kind of meh um also we didn't mention that it only runs through june 11th okay i didn't know when the anniversary event ended so it's that's not even time. a month it's longer, 20 days that's longer than some of theirs though i think right 20 days is not long mm. but it's especially not with dark souls coming out on friday and detroit become human coming out on friday oh yeah there's a bunch of games coming out well something to think about at least this one if you already have it you're not spending any money on it <laughs> unless you're me and unless you're you rob really want a particular skin you want mercy but you're donating it's all tax deductible. I was talking about Hanzo skins that I've paid for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no issues with, with doing the, the breast cancer research, Mercy. But, uh, yeah, the money I've put towards Hanzo is stupid. Wait, it's not physical money, though. It's fake money. I've had to buy a few loot boxes here. Oh, Rob. We were running out of time on the event, and I had to put money down in order to either unlock the skin or get enough gold to buy the skin. Oh, 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 Rob. You know what, though? You get, I, you're a man who gets what he wants. I, that is true. So, all right. Well, thank you, everyone, and ciao, Bye-bye. <laughs>